This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it's time for How to Super Age with Elise Collins. And, you know, Elise, either we go back-to-back weeks because of your schedule and my schedule, or we actually get back on track, and I think that's where we are today. Um, And I'm really excited because uh, you bring us many, many interesting guests, and uh, I like the fact that we always begin by talking about your book. Do you have it close by? Yeah, um, I have a few books that I've written, but right now I am promoting Chakra Tonics, and I think that really ties in with our guest today, which I'm very excited about, because the chakras help us to access intuition, and I have a recipe and guidebook to the chakras. This book is great because it gives you an interesting way to learn about your chakras, learn about intuition, which we're going to talk about a lot today, and also to hydrate yourself, because in the winter, sometimes we we may get dehydrated just because we don't, if we're used to drinking cold drinks, I recommend, you know, teas and smoothies are great all, all times of years, but especially in the winter. And I'm really thrilled to have Dr. Ida on the show today, and I'm going to introduce her formally. I also wrote the book, Superager, and that's the topic of our show, How to Superage, and we can learn so much about aging in so many ways. And today, we have a real treat. Dr. Ida, PhD, is a mystic spiritual coach, speaker, licensed marriage family therapist. She's an energetic healer, and she's the author of, oh my gosh, I thought I wrote three books, <laughs> 22 best-selling books. Woo! Woo! <laughs> She also has written in Self Magazine about positive relationships, and she received the high hockey, you you might need to recorrect me on this if I I, um, don't say it correctly, Hockey Madhubudi Self-Publisher of the Year Award. She's been a guest on Channel 4 in Los Angeles, and she's been in San Diego, she lives in San Diego, I know that, and she's been on Channel 6 there. She's also been in TV in Palm Desert, and um, she shared tips for from her book, Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. <laughs> We're going to talk about intuition, but that might weave right in <laughs> because that that could be somewhere where we're not following our intuition. Um, She was also featured in San Diego Channel 8 with her book, How to Improve Self-Esteem in the African-American Child. So many amazing topics. And I think um, we'll hear so we'll hear about Dr. Ida's background. I'd love to ask you, Dr. Ida, is there anything um, that you want to add to your bio? Because you've done so many things and um, maybe it led you to intuition. Is there anything that that um, you want to add to your bio? Maybe not. Well, I'm an ordained minister. I have a, I have probably admitted, but I have a, I'm an old teacher of a teacher's tradition. I've worked at the community college and also the college, San Diego State University and also Palomar College. So I kind of well-rounded in all of those areas. So it makes me just a well-rounded person, which I like. And it makes me more acceptable to all people in all modalities. <laughs> yeah. And it, I mean, I'm guessing um, it sounds like you've done, like you said, you've done so many different things in your life and 
we definitely won't have a chance to get into all of them, but it's it's a lot. And it, it also, it tells me that you followed your intuition. You've had so much success. Uh, did you just use your intuition behind the scenes and now you're teaching about it? Or was it like you you became more, like your connection to your intuition strengthened later on in your career, which- it, I've been intuitive most of my life, but I was not, a, I was not using it. I was really following the education path, but my mother and my sister was really very intuitive and using the intuition. When I really stopped using mine was when I got married, um, it's been about 25 years ago now, and I did not use my intuition. I got this urge that I should not marry this man, but I didn't listen to my intuition. I just listened to my body and ended up getting into a marriage that was emotionally and verbally and physically abusive. And I had to figure out how to get out of that relationship. And so um, one day I told myself, you know, I love me and I don't hit me. If he loved me, he wouldn't hit me. Maybe he doesn't love me. And I thought, oh, I'm living with someone who doesn't love me. But he had problems with alcohol and he just had a, a, a kind of bipolar uh, personality. And so I just had to weave myself, take my power back, get my heart back, stop working on my self-esteem, my self-worth, my self I just lost all of this stuff because I gave over my power to someone else thinking that, well, I want to be married because my first husband died. And I thought, well, I want to be married again. I want to have a family. So my desire not really looking at the divine path, but looking at my human desires, got me into a relationship that was not conducive for me. So I spent a lot of work on self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, self-confidence, and self-worth. And the biggest part of that was my self-worth and taking back my power. So now I want to teach others how to really own their power, their self-worth, because when you have worth and values yourself, then you can do a lot of things. But when you don't have that worth when you look for it outside of you rather than inside of you, then we get into a lot of trouble. So I've been teaching, I've gotten on the path of teaching intuition, self-love, and not really love is, is kind of a component of that because we really have love inside of us, that bigger love for agape love and for just love for humanity, then that really ties in just recently I had a, a concern, or well, not a concern. I was going to go to uh, Fiji with a group of people, and the lady told me that um, there was some communication um, traps or whatever it was with me and one of the, the person. She, that's what she said. I said something, and they were wanting me to go, come up with an attention. I wanted to go to Fiji just to have fun, and they wanted me to have an attention. I thought, well, okay, I'll just create an attention. And so I said to the people, let's just have an intention to be our best. She, one, they had a, there were a group of people who didn't know me, but they knew each other. And one guy said, who is this lady that's talking to us? And she felt that I was going to recruit her team uh, into what uh, my program. So anyway, she thought, she decided that I should not go with them. And I thought, I'm, go I'm going anyway. You can't tell me not to go. She said, you're going, but you're not going to go with us. <laughs> <laughs> so she gave me three hotels that I could go to, and she was really serious about this. And I had to go on another day. So I thought, 
She said, you know, you need to just go and find out what this is about. So I thought, I'm going to go to Fiji and I'm going to just meditate and pray to find out what this was. Because I didn't want anyone else to feel the hurt and rejection and the disappointment that I felt. So I decided, I got there and I prayed about it and I decided to create the love connection so that no one would ever be hurt, abandoned or rejected before. And I had that rejection when I was 17 years old, I went to go to nursing school in Georgia and they wouldn't let me go because of my race. So that was the second incidence of, of uh, rejection. So now I have the love connection where people all the world can come and be loved and accepted, be valued and appreciated. If they're lesbian or gay, whoever they are, they can just come get love. So all this ties in with intuition because intuition is spirit, is resource, is the universe, you know, it's really is Jesus, God, all these things that we call whatever our spiritual thing is, that's what this one power is in the universe. I call it intuition, but it's, you know, you could call it Allah, Buddha, whatever you call it. It's only one energy, one power, and that's really love. And I call that intuition that bring us all into our divine self. But you were right on though, I, when I do my intuition activation, I use this at the seven chakras, I activate and awaken all the seven chakras and all the systems in the body so that are in alignment. So those chakras are very, very important because, you know, the crown chakra and the third eye and the throat chakra and the sacred chakra, sacred, sacred chakra, those are all very valuable. So I agree with you with the chakras and the energy system in the body because this way is a, a heart chakra. Yeah. Yeah, I see. Yeah, looking at heart chakra. And that is the most important one. And also, we're in a lot of a love copy of your book. And I want to hear about, read about the foods too, because I talk, activate them, but I don't really have the foods that keep them alive. So I think that we have a, we're a good combination. <laughs> yeah, I, I will get your address and I'll send you a promo copy. I'm going to send Karen when I have her address. I just haven't been to the post office in a while. Your stories are so powerful, Dr. Ida, um, really vulnerable and powerful stories that you've told us about your life. And um, I have a couple questions. I'll start with one. Um, do you think that we need to go through, you know, you just told us like I three off the top, you know, being rejected. You wanted to go to nursing school. I, I, and I, I can't remember where you said. Georgia. Georgia. Georgia South yeah and you so you were rejected at a young age because of your race you could not go to nursing school that sounds like even that could set someone back a lifetime you had a marriage it sounds like where you were abused and yet I mean powerful the way you you know not you're an inspiration we'll just say that the way you were able to mentally take yourself out of that and then this trip where somebody thought you were going to take their clients away, which I, I've seen that, you know, being uh, somebody who's a teacher, I teach yoga, and sometimes people do get worried you're going to take from them. But it's funny, like, we're in a spiritual, we're spiritual teachers. Why would we be afraid of that if there's abundance in the universe? Okay, so do you think that people have to go through this kind of like, do they have to go through pain to get this intuition or do you teach them a better way or tell us about that? Yeah, I do teach them, I tie it into really um, 
what they, they're looking at their desire, what they really want. Once you just figure out what you really want and we can activate those chakras, then you can manifest anything you want. It can be love, it can be ideal relationship, it can be career, a job, whatever it is that we really want. We Once we activate our chakras, we're more in line. Everything in our body is more in alignment and we're more attractive and every people are more attracted to us and we're more attracted to what we want. So we have to really look at those chakras. And I think the heart chakra is very, very powerful. So I think people, once we have a heart chakra, there's so much dark energy in the universe. Once we have our chakra, heart chakra open, we're more open to divine love, agape love, and a value and appreciation for all people. Because in that situation with that lady, had we looked at communication, she said, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to communicate. Normally I do, but I don't want to do. But when we really open up our heart to communication, I look at those five uh, steps that I use. Open up your, uh, your self-worth, <laughs> your communication, your uh, being vulnerable to allowing yourself to talk about things that are uncomfortable and listening on an intuitive level, those five steps. Will get, besides activating intuition, those will make us more in alignment to the, everyone. We're really the same people. We have different skin colors, but we have the same needs and wants as, as each other. So I see us as the tree of life, tree being divine source, universe, God, universe. And every one of us are leaves on a tree. So we're all brothers and sisters on this tree of life. So none of us are really disconnected. We're all connected all related, we have the same needs and wants. We have this love, divine force that keeps us together, but somehow we don't see it. So we get into our little, little um, niche and cultures and all of that. But when we're divine love, we all of those things, isms or whatever we are, they fall away and we come together as one divine soul because we really are one divine soul. We're just a different colors and shades and nationalities, but there's only one energy in the universe in all of us, and that's divine love. And that is God, Jesus, Buddha, whoever you want to call it, by these different nationalities. But it's only one energy, and that's divine love. Yeah. And we're all it. <laughs> wow. You're speaking from such an enlightened place. And, and that was my dog making a little yelp because I was petting her. She was kind of snoring and you probably couldn't hear her snoring. <laughs> but um, speaking of divine love, our pets can give us that. But um, I think I have a question. I have, a, a, again, more, so many questions for you. We probably won't get to all of them. So we'll need to have you back on the show again, uh, because you have so much wisdom and so much life experience. Um, right before the show, I hope it's okay to talk about this, Karen mentioned that her son is looking for an apartment. Now we've been talking about, you know, very enlightened, you know, like, wow, these expansive topics, but sometimes we need our intuition for things like, um, you know, what should I have for breakfast? Which apartment should I take? What should I buy as a gift for holidays? How can we use our intuition in everyday life? Because that stresses us out at any age. You know, I mean, I know my son gets stressed out about making decisions. How can we use our intuition to make decisions, whether they be, you know, micro, you know, they, they go, they come in all sizes. When we connect with, I, I talk about relationship with self, others, and divine. 
when we elevate our connection and connect with the divine, our decisions are more highly evolved and we get into our right decision. So we get to make right decisions, decisions for our highest good. But the most important thing is that we connect with the divine, the universe, the universal mind, and it will give us the answers if we just open to it. Our biggest thing is that we are into fear. We want to make things, decisions on our own. We want to be in control and not spirit take over, guide us. When we allow divine mind to guide us, we'll always be making the right decision at the right time. We'll be connecting the right people. And we'll just draw that into us because spirit, divine mind will connect us to whatever we desire. But we have trouble letting go, allowing and releasing to let divine mind send us to our right place, our right job, our right house, our right whatever it is, divine mind will do it for us. But we do have to give up control and allow it to take over. And that letting go is the biggest thing in allowing that let us go because for years, I was trying to help God. And he said, listen, I didn't tell Jesus. I'm not telling you. You either let me speak to you or you don't. I said, well, okay, I want, I want to just speak <laughs> to me. I don't want to know. So I had trouble letting go and allowing. So now God speaks to me all the time. And I don't resist. I don't fight it. I just allow it to come through. And I do have to give up my control. I thought I was going to be a different person and look different, act different. I'm the same person. So I, if we once we let go and let God or let spirit, let source take over, we'll always be in our right place, our right time. We'll have a right house, a right job, right relationship. Everything will be right for us, but we do have to allow a bigger power, higher power to take over and direct us to our right good. I love it. I see Karen Dottie. Do you have a question or comment, Karen? <laughs> You know, it's it's interesting listening to you, Dr. Green, because so many of us grew up waiting for the right person to come along, the right job, the right house, whatever. And we've seen so many disappointments. And I think the problem is, is that because it's not exactly what we thought we wanted, we don't look at the bigger picture to see some of the good things in it. And it took me a long time to get there. Um, and as Elise shared, you know, my son is moving to Dallas in the next couple of days and he's down there looking for an apartment. And he is looking in such a good way. He's looking, but he's seeing everything else around it. He's not just looking at the interior. His, what is this going to do for me? How can it nurture me as I go on to a new job? And it's everything that you're talking about. I mean, if we all could do that, I mean, we'd all be much, so much happier. I love that. Once we sit still and get into the silence and really allow spirit to speak, it will speak to us, but we, we have to train our mind. And that's what I do in my class. I train the mind and the body to get in alignment, to be quiet, to be still, and allow spirit to take on. Let's take some time to learn to be still because we want to do it. We're such doers and we want to take part and do it ourselves. But divine mind is always speaking to us, but we just dismiss it. Oh, that's not what I want. That's not what I want. 
But when we allow, we will attract our right job, our right relationship, our right house, our right everything. But we do have to be still and listen and allow it to come to us because it's there, it's always there. And once we get it, sometimes we get little messes step by step and little tips. So it is a process, but if we do everything, then we would be overwhelmed. So we do need these little steps, baby steps and new little baby tips so that get us to where we want to go. And it's like a journey and we need to be open to receiving and just allowing. Once we allow, see your, your son is already one with his right house and his right house is looking for him. He just had to be open to letting spirit show him, this is the person to call. This is the person to call. This, I mean, it will, it's already there. And he has that. He he's already connected to his ideal. Spirit heals us, and it, he's already connected to that right house. He just needs to be open and say, I'm wherever it is, I'm open to receive it. Right. Once he's open to receive it, it shows up in that instant. Wow, your your message is so reassuring. Um, my question is what you may not have students like this, but I've had them as a yoga teacher sometimes where someone is so agitated, they can't sit still. I have a few techniques, but you know, literally sometimes we can't connect to that quiet place. So what do you do when someone, you know, for whatever reason is in a very tumultuous or agitated state? How do you help them connect to the divine, Dr. Ida? I help them with the breath. I just want to teach them how to slow the breath and just allow the energy in their body to calm itself. Because when we're in an agitated state, everything, our whole system, the jam is like a traffic jam inside of our body. So once we started with the brain and allowing the mind to relax and then the third eye and the throat chakra and the heart and just really getting into that calm place where we, uh, our whole system are just open. And a lot of this because we worry, we stress out, and we want to figure it out. We're such left-brain-dominant people that we're not into allowing and listening and allowing things to just unfold. We want to make it unfold and make it happen. So in our culture, we have to go within and allow things to evolve. And when that involvement, that stress, that tension, that anxiety, all these things we're fearful of, I think our biggest thing is fear, where we fear the unknown, we fear what the possibility could be. And when we get in there, fear is really nothing but a false belief that we uh, think is real and we don't know, but the unknown is where all the energy, all the power is. And that's where we can bring in our good and our good comes to us. But we have to be in that allowing state. And that means relax the mind, the body, all the senses in the body. So I just get them to breathe. Keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing until they're just in that state of relaxation. So I've worked with people with anxiety. And I do have to work with them on relaxation, relax the whole body and then the mind. I think the last place they want to relax is the mind because then to worry, fear, doubt, and what might happen. So we can just start with the body breathing and also drinking a lot of water, walking. When we move the energy outside of our body, we feel much better. So walking is good. Uh, anything to get the energy moving outside of your body, 
in, in your body to outside of your body. And once we have the energy outside of our body, then we can use it more, our arms and our legs, our exercises. Everything is important, but we breathing and taking drinking water are the two most valuable things we can do for ourselves. Yeah, I love that. And I just want to um, underline or repeat your metaphor of we have a traffic jam in our bodies because that's so powerful. And, you know, I know when I drive and when I'm in a traffic jam, yeah, I know I can have the reaction of like, oh, I want to get there and and literally stop breathing deeply or I could relax maybe turn on the radio put on a podcast if if it's safe to turn <laughs> to turn it on um or just you know daydream while I'm watching the road or you know but to be in a calm state but also there's faith I think I've noticed some people don't even have faith like they don't even know they're in a traffic jam they think that life is a traffic jam so I also hear your your faith coming through that they're going to get through and when you say you're in a traffic jam then everybody can relate to that and they, they know there's a destination they're not going to be in that traffic jam of anxiety and and it, it literally affects your physiology where you get um you know so nervous or you know can mess with your entire body and then you don't hear the divine messages so thank you from my heart to yours for that beautiful <laughs> metaphor I'm going to use it <laughs> I'm going to use it in my yoga I tell myself and I try to tell people to I am relaxing I'm relaxing I'm relaxing right now and I go through the whole body and tell the whole body to just calm down it's going to be okay nothing's going to hurt us no one's going, we're not going to die and it's going to work out fine. We want to know, we want to figure it out. And the left brain does not have the answers, the right intuitive brain, where, it's all, where all the answers is. And we connect with that divine higher part of us, higher self. That's when the flow of ideas come in. And they may be out of left brain, out of left field. Where's that come from? Where'd that thought come from? But just allow it to flow in because it's a piece of the puzzle that we need to know. Yeah, that's incredible. And I know, I mean, you have so much training. Um, you have a PhD, you have all this life experience. And I can just hear it in your teaching how to do this. Do you have any um, special ways? Let's start with the heart chakra. Do you have any special heart chakra opening exercises or ways that you connect to your heart chakra or help others to connect with their heart chakra? Yes, I do. I go into this, I teach them to go into the silence, to put the hand on the heart and just listen to the heartbeat and feel the heartbeat and see if the heart is trying to say something to us. Really, what it would really do is calm you down because the heart is beating really fast and just it wants to slow down. It wants to couldn't. It makes connection with the physical part of it. The heart needs that outer touch, but just to calm it down and slow it down, because it wants to be able to receive. It wants to give. There's a flow info of love inside the heart that needs to go to the outside. Once we touch the heart and calm it down and allow it to give out that outpouring of love inside of us, just gushes out. And it not only heals us, but it heals the planet. So we just want to connect with our heart. It helps us to make heartfelt connections. And it helps us to really be heart to heart with another person. And it's just a simple thing. It's putting your hand on your heart. 
and breathing in and out and breathing in and out until you are relaxed, until you're calm. And you can always say, I'm relaxing, I'm relaxing, I'm relaxing. You can just say, my heart is full of love. I'm full of love and my heart is calm. My heart is peaceful. My heart is open. Once you open our heart, all good things come in. All the good that we want comes into our heart. Wow. I just felt a lot of opening in my heart, receiving out my hand in my heart. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of our listeners in the future are putting their hands on their heart and doing the same thing. Uh, I know we're going to share a lot of links um, to your work, your classes. And um, do you have any? Uh, oh, let me just ask one question first. Do you have any other chakras that you like to focus on unblocking or getting in touch with? I mean, there's seven chakras in the body. Is there any other favorites that you yeah, like to the, help? Uh, the, the root chakra, well, first, the crown chakra is our divine center. So we want to connect with that one first because that's how we allow spirit to come in and pour into us. We just open up that crown chakra, allow it to just be open to receiving. Once we allow it to open, the uh, mistrust, the doubt, the worry, the fear, all that just goes away. And also it helps lessen that traffic jam in our brain where we're trying to figure things out. Just let divine spirit take over and shower us with this white light. This, you know, once we get that white light, then it comes all parts of our body. It's that white light. The same white light that we saw around Jesus is around us. And it's that divine white light. But we have to be open and willing to allow it to show, come in to our body and to our lives to bless us and illuminate us. We're just illuminate with divine ideas. We have ideas come out of nowhere. And it's good to write those divine ideas down, especially when you're at nighttime and you go to wake up in the morning time. Write down any, any ideas, four fresh ideas, write them down. And even in the daytime, when you get these ideas, write them down. Because the thing is, they don't come back again. They show up at one time and they never reappear again. You may have another divine idea, but you, that divine idea will disappear and won't come back. So mm -hmm. I've learned to listen and write down my thoughts. Mm. Yeah. And the way you're saying it, I almost see it like it's like writing in the sky. You got to, you got to, you got to see it because <laughs> the plane just keeps going. <laughs> and if you're driving and you can't write them down, as soon as you get someplace where you can stop, then write it down or record it or whatever you need to do. But those wisdom, words of wisdom are coming in 24 mm. hours a day. And if we just get record or tap into any of those in a 24 hour, our life would be so much better because their ideas come in to, to guide us and lead us to our highest good. Whatever that we, spirit knows our highest desires and good. It knows what is best for us. We just need to allow it, connect with it, allow it to give us the ideas, divine ideas, which are the right ideas for our life and our soul. But as I say, we want to take over and tell spirit what to do, how to do. And she says, okay, if you do want to do it your way, go ahead and do it your way. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah it will, if we have free control and power, spirit will never force itself on us and make us do anything. We have total freedom. And sometimes because of our freedom and our, our will to do things our way, we don't always receive our blessings because we're too busy doing it our way than allowing 
allowing spirit and source to guide us and give us some divine ideas. And let's follow leads. They're going to go someplace. We have these leads, these gems of wisdom. We just need to listen and act upon them. Yeah, that's. Let incredible. me say this the root, the root chakra is where oh, yeah. we have a lot of hurt and pain. And when we've been traumatized emotionally, the, the root chakra, it keeps us safe. So that root chakra, it fires up the Kundalini in our body, but it also helps us to activate and be more on fire and on, give us more passion, more drive. But it really is a place where all the hurt and the pain and the sorrow and the trauma is centered down into the root chakra. So we want to fire that up so we have more energy, more liveness, and we're more in just to have more passion and desire to go do what we need to do. Plus, yeah. we can release all that hurt and pain and sorrow that we have deposited in our body. It just goes down and, and lands in our root chakra. Yeah. And do you have any special techniques that you use for people that might have a lot of trauma um, to release? You know, they might have more trauma than others. Um, for example, I you heard my dog. She's a rescue dog. And I've learned a lot from her about healing trauma because she was clearly traumatized when we got her and just being very patient with, I mean, animals obviously are different than humans, but I believe they have chakras and a connection to the divine. And I had to just be very calm, calm and loving with her. And she's dramatically changed in the 10 years that we've had her. But do you have any uh, techniques for that root center, especially around trauma? Well, I, when I activate the intuition, I go through all those chakras. But if we could just really sit still and allow ourselves, just go through all those centers in our body, you know, the crown chakra, the third eye, the throat chakra, the heart chakra, the sacred chakra, the um, going into the root chakra. And also, the, really, the heart is will help us to relax. But the one thing we have to realize is that once we are willing and open to allow our lives to be healed, we are so addicted to problems and trying to fix problems, fix ourselves, that we don't allow the, the body to heal itself, divine love to flow in, because we're too busy telling it, fixing. We just we're kind of fix it. We want to fix ourselves, fix our life, fix each other, but then just allowing our whole body to be still. And to, we're so busy, want to do something. You know, we're just busy people, mind and everything. But when we can slow down and just really take in the breath, take in the energy, take in the love, just looking at the trees and the water and the air. And by the way, our animals have their own little angels and they have the, they're, they're connected to source spirit too. So they're just another vessel. God sends us these animals uh, to and line out to heal our lives to guide us. I know when I was after my husband died, I had a little dog, and I that dog I kept it by my bedside to keep me comfy because I was afraid to stay in the house by myself. And this lady gave me that little puppy, and it was just so much comfort because I was afraid to stay in the house myself after my husband died. And I, you know, it was my first husband, you know, died, and I didn't want. But the second I married again, and the other one was abusive. But the first one was kind. 
But that dog gave me so much solace because I was angry with my husband. I thought, why'd you bring me out to San Diego and leave me? And here I'm by myself with no family. So the dog became my family and for a long time. And then so I want to get married again. So I went looking for, anyway, I went for the wrong thing. I should have just allowed spirit to send me a husband. <laughs> like the first one. But, you know, I chose to have a family and to have a man. And I wasn't listening. My body, I've never been as nervous as I was before that time. And I was shaking, and but I wasn't listening to my body. And it was giving me all signals. Mm. So we have to be still and listen. I just thought, no, this is what I want. I'm going to get it. <laughs> and look what I got. But I turned, I learned how to turn my lemons into lemonade. Because had I never been in that traumatic marriage, I would not have done listening to my, I thought, I'm listening to my intuition from now on. <laughs> I wasn't listening before. I'm listening now because I made some a serious mistake. But it got me into love and self-esteem and self-worth. So I would not be doing this work today had I not had that traumatic marriage of not listening to my intuition, because now I'm listening all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I say Karen might have a comment and then I have a couple. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just, you know, everything that you're talking about are things that we know, but we don't listen. And it's if we would just take the time to sit back, listen to what's going on around us, we will make better decisions. And I just appreciate how you've shared this today. Yeah, so much, so much wisdom. I, at one point I was raising my hand because you said something like, we're always trying to fix ourselves. I was like, guilty. <laughs> we're always trying to fix, fix, fix. When that actually is almost like putting band-aids on things without really healing them. And I love, um, I love that you you really emphasize just being still. I just heard that over and over and over. And that's um, why I wrote the book Chakra Tonics because you know you can sit still and sit with your drink and just sip it slowly. It kind of gives you something to do because some people are uncomfortable just sitting and doing absolutely nothing. But you can sip your tea, you can sip your smoothie, <laughs> taste the flavors, be mindful. Um, so we have so much in common. I love that. And I know that you have a free ebook on how to um, get in touch with your intuition, a uh, free intuition ebook. And I'm going to share that. It's on, it's at askdrida.com. Tell us a little bit about that free gift because I'm definitely going to download it. Yes. Well, you know what it really does? It tells you that you are divine being. And that you have that inner guidance inside of you. The intuition is your inner guidance. And I call that, some people I refer to as God, spirit, source. You can call it anything you want to. There's that thy energy inside of us. And then it teaches you how to listen to that, that divine and be still and listen and go into the silence. But it also talks about the left brain and the right brain, how we need to be more into the right brain. And we're a left brain dumbness society so once we and we want to do it and fix it and do it we want to take take charge <laughs> but when we sit back and allow source spirit divine to lead the way at least we have to start partnership <laughs> with because we are such take charge people and allow ourselves to receive i know i was really hard very i was so much into giving that I didn't know how to allow myself to receive. So I had to start receiving 
outer thing, physical thing. And then I was able to open my heart up to receive love and attention and compassion and receive gifts. So wherever you want on that receiving, just start by receiving things, physical things, and then start receiving compliments and love and appreciation. Just allow all the stuff to come to us because people want to give, spirit want to give, source want to give to us, but we just need to be open to allowing ourselves to receive and know that we're worthy. You know, we're worthy to have our desires, to have the things that we want. Spirit wants to pour into us and feel our heart and have our lives work. But we want to tell spirit source energy what to do, but just be receiving that receptive mood of I'm open to receiving. Or, you know, if it's a penny, I just get it. I find a penny every day and I just get so excited on these pennies. I just really <laughs> want to um, allow myself to receive. So just start receiving compliments. Start allowing yourself to receive gifts, allowing yourself to, to connect with another person's eyes and smile and smile at them and just giving them some love and some acknowledgement through your smile and through your words. Sometimes just making eye contact and smiling with another person and starting to say, I love you, you know, is just as good as, it, so we have something we can give. We can give a smile, we can give eye contact, we can give um, a handshake if we choose to, but just the eyes with the smile and the love coming from our eyes, it's just enough to, we, that we can give to everyone. Our smile, our eye contact, and our heart, sending heart from my love from my heart without ever saying anything. But also being willing to just receive because we close off ourselves to our good by not being willing to let people come and give us. Sometimes a compliment, you know, you look nice and just want to thank you. Oh, it's not just receive it and take it in without justifying, just receive the compliment, receive the love, receive the acknowledgement and receive the approval that people have given us all the time. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you so much for all this wonderful wisdom. Um, we're gonna leave the link to your intuition guide. Dr. Ida also has a fabulous course that she offers. I think she's going to offer it again in January. She's doing it right now. She does it every maybe couple months. So we'll leave all these links for you to find out more. Um, and we just so enjoyed having you as a guest. I'll let Karen close it out. And we'll probably have to have you on again because there's so much to explore in intuition and we can never... I think we never want to stop using our intuition during our whole life, especially as we age, because our, our choices are so important at any stage of life. But especially as we grow older, we want to make healthy choices. And our guest today has been powerful in sharing her wisdom on that subject today. So thank you, Dr. Ida. We want to thank everybody for joining us today. And again, you can find all of Elisa's podcasts on YouTube, newclevelandradio.net, and you can find us on Anchor. Uh, so please join us and tell your friends and family as well. Have a great day.